0: This is a space for anyone raising humans and trying to find time to raise themselves in the process. The myths of motherhood are loud out there. This unrealistic motherhood culture we find ourselves in is toxic to our souls. It imprisons our progress, stunts our growth, and breeds limiting beliefs that altogether keep us overwhelmed. It's my mission to push the eject button on this crazy ride and help you find peace with your process. Through mentors and mistakes, I have learned that we have way more power and permission than we realize. I believe Jesus didn't just die to give us everlasting life in heaven. He died to give us abundant life, a full life right here on earth, right now in the midst of your sleepless nights in your Cheerio-covered kitchen. I don't know about you, but I felt like I didn't qualify for that kind of full kingdom life while in the throes of motherhood. Listen to me, mama. You have access to all that Jesus died to give you. You're called to kingdom things even now, even when you can't remember the last time you read your Bible or when you say bad words under your breath after stepping on yet another Lego. Mothering is hard and overwhelm is real and understandable, but it does not have to be your every single day. I want to help you out of the wind and the waves of overwhelm and into the peace of overflow through super practical things like decluttering, simplifying your life, making your home work for you, to mental work like ditching the pressure of perfection and comparison, defeating those toxic thoughts, and learning about yourself, how you take, and what brings you to life. We're covering it all. If it's not real, raw, and helpful, it is not allowed. Fullness is in front of you. Let's go get it together. You're listening to The Fullness Show. Hey everyone, welcome to The Fullness Show. I'm so glad you're here. Um, So today I want to keep it short and simple and really practical today and just kind of share some things that I've learned that have helped me and helped me kind of define what I want and what I don't want for my day and for my family and for my just weekly um, living, um, just the practicals. So today we're going to talk about rhythms and ruts. Um, I have been in both uh, of these um, polar uh, situations and I can just tell you, I much rather, um, I'd, I'd much rather live in the rhythm world than the r- world. So let me kind of define what I'm talking about. So a rhythm is um, kind of a natural progression forward in your day. Um, something that propels you forward that um, doesn't take a whole lot of effort from you, doesn't take a whole lot of brain power, um, and something that happens really naturally and organically in your family um, and in your children, and it just feels good in your home. Like it's just a really... um good rhythm in your home. And so this is something that, um, it's, it's always positive. It's, it's a positive feeling. You just feel good when it happens. Um, a rut is a, um, a, Kind of a situation where you find yourself uh, pushing and forcing yourself into something um, and usually ending up frustrated afterwards. Um, You're not moving forward, you're not moving the needle forward very much, um, you're not going very far, and you're just kind of frustrated. It just kind of keeps you stuck and keeps you frustrated and keeps you moving from where you want to go. And so An example of these, so you know, we homeschool and my dream, my idea for a good homeschool day is to start mainly off in the mornings. I want her to get all her schoolwork done early so that she can play and have the day and we can do things. It makes more sense. It would be great. Um, But right now in the season that we're in, it's just not working. And for a while, I was trying to make it work. I was trying to create a kind of schedule that would work with her getting her schoolwork done in the mornings. Um, And it ended with lots of tears and frustration and anger and barely getting anything done. And I realized after a couple of weeks um, that I was just in a rut and I was creating a rut. And the harder I pushed, the deeper I went. And it was just not working. Now, side note, I am a, you know, a strong advocate for helping our kids do hard things. Um, we we are definitely um, work ethic uh, teachers. We want to make sure our kids know how to work hard. We want to make sure our kids know how to do hard things and push through things they don't enjoy. Absolutely. But when it comes to um, a realization that um, they may do better at a certain time, Um, that's not the time you're picking and you have the freedom to adjust that and you have the the permission to let go of that expectation or or your desire of what it needs to look like and you step back from that and realize... Um, that you could create peace and, and, and solid relationship with your child. Um, that is wisdom to me. And so I realized Maylie is a morning, not, not a morning person at all. Um, she prefers to sleep in if she could. And, uh, she would rather do other things in the morning and kind of get her day going. And she does really well at nap time. Which is when our both babies go down for a nap for a couple of hours, and that's usually around one thirty, and that's her her time to shine. She gets to have one of us, the adults, with her, um, and we are able to focus in and really help her. And she gets a lot of her stuff done during that time of the day. And yes, it's in the middle of the day, and yes, I'd rather be chilling too. But for the se- season that we're in, this works well with our rhythm. This has become a new healthy rhythm that. Feels good, that feels right in the family, that promotes peace and promotes uh, progression. It's not a frustrating situation. So that is going from rut to rhythm. Um, it's a great example of going from rut to rhythm. Um another rhythm that we do in the mornings is we let everybody have, you know, we all meet in the kitchen, we all eat breakfast together, we all do coffee and then for next thing we do is everybody goes outside. Everybody goes outside in the backyard. We play, um, Chris and I sip our coffee and hang out for a little bit, unless he's working on something. Um, and we just finish our, our, you know, morning wake up <laughs> routine or ritual outside, out in the sunshine. Everybody's out there playing and is very happy, and it just starts our day off well. It's a really healthy rhythm for our family. Um, and then the next thing we do is we usually come in and pick up and make sure everything's cleaned up. We call those things team tasks. We don't call them chores. Um, and we say, hey, let's get together. Let's do our quick team tasks. We'll do something like that. And then um, we will usually start our you and me times. And that is a 20-minute, 10 minute, depending on what we have that day, um, time with each of the kids and all of them know that it's like, everybody gets their own time. Um, and so, you know, I'll have mine with Maylee or I'll have mine with Arlie and Crystal have his with Jace and then we'll switch. So the toddlers get it. And then, um, Maylee usually gets hers at night before, right after, um, she brushes her teeth. We hang out on the porch or we, um, go and, uh, go for, you know, sit on the patio, out in the back, whatever, but we have our own you and me time that is really, um, sweet and beneficial. And then, um, it usually goes into, um, we go in the front yard and we do some work out there, um, while Chris works or whatever. And we just get some things done for the day. And then by that time it's lunch, we do our lunch and all of these things flow together they flow into one another and it's just, it, it feels kind of seamless. It feels kind of natural. Now, does it happen like this every day? No, it does not. Um, And that's something that I've had to let go of because a schedule is not something that our family thrives in. We just don't thrive in a schedule. We thrive in a rhythm and you know, we have things planned every day. We have therapy appointments we have every day. You know, two of our kids are in either physical therapy or speech therapy. So we have to work, work around that schedule. We have PE homeschool PE that we go to twice a week. Um, so we have things that are in the schedule that we've got to make room and space for. But, um, we what we do at home and how we function and flow as a family, that is what we have control over, and that is what we make sure feels peaceful and serves us, and it helps us move the day forward, move the needle forward in positivity and in in progression where we feel like we've gotten some things done that day. Maybe we've just spent time together. Maybe we've just um, enjoyed one another. Um, but we have we have lived. Uh, a, a a good day where we feel fulfilled and we feel joy. Some days are different, and we are busy and we're running errands, and things are a little bit more hectic. Um, and we know that you know when we get home, we want to do some kind of rhythm that gets us back into a peace mode and back into um just feeling positive and good and happy to be together. And so these are just little examples of ways that our world works well together and that we've found, um, that has just given us peace and given us just direction in our day. Um, and realizing that, you know, sometimes when I'm trying to do something new or I'm trying to implement, uh, you know, a new habit or, um, a new ritual, you know, into our day, um, it's not always easy. It's sometimes kind of frustrating, you know, because it just doesn't happen. You have to, kind of teach yourself and train yourself and train your tribe, you know, to do these things. And, but with them, when I go in with the mindset of like, okay, I'm going to get, we're going to try this for a week or try it for two weeks or whatever. And let's see how we do. And usually your rhythm clicks into place pretty quickly. Um, a rut does not, a rut is difficult and frustrating and it upsets the rest of the day. And so I learn really quickly now what I'm trying to Whatever I'm trying to do, if it doesn't click pretty quick, it doesn't get to stay. It's not something I'm going to try to make happen because it it turns into a rut. And ruts ruin our peace. Um, And I will say, you know, if you have young children, you know, we we have five and four under four, four and under. And I have learned, you know, throughout the years that seasons change quickly with littles. And so with one, if one thing that I'm trying to do doesn't work right away, I will literally set in my mind, okay, I'm going to try it in a month because by then my kids are going to be different because they grow so fast and their maturity level will be different. Their capacity to handle different things will be different. And that might not, this may not be for now, it might be for later. And so don't give up on something that you're really wanting to see your family do. Maybe you're wanting to do some kind of like Bible study or a family meeting once a week, or maybe you're wanting to, you know, implement, um, you know, family, um, work days or chores or an allowance, and you just kind of feel like it's falling flat. It may not be the time for it. You may need to wait a little bit, give yourself a month, give yourself up two months and then try it again. So this is a short, sweet one. I hope it's encouraging to you, help you figure out whether you're in a rut or a rhythm and really create that peace in your home and really take action on these things. Really like do the mental work and decide like your time with your kids and your family is too precious. And it's important to make sure that you are flowing with them in some kind of healthy, positive, Um, rhythm that brings you life and brings you peace and not frustration and constant chaos because that's not how we want to live our life that's not fullness so I hope this encourages you I hope it lifts you up I hope it like just spurs you in to action and to really looking at your days and looking at your mindset and how you guys work together because this is possible and uh, if you guys have rhythms that you're like oh man I've got one that's really good we need to learn from you so post it in the fullness show um, community on Facebook you need to join that group if you're not in it Um, there's a lot of amazing women in there and we learn from each other constantly so I want to hear about your rhythms even share some of the ruts that you maybe found yourself in that you're like, I'm done with this. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, or maybe you've like learned from it and you want to do something different and you want to share share your stories because we learn from each other. And I'm really interested to learn from you guys too. So I hope you have a great night and day and whatever time you're listening to this. Um, and I can't wait to hear about your journey and to fullness. We'll see you guys later. I'm so glad you were here with me today during this episode. If you're ready for more and want to start taking some action steps on what you've heard today, I want you to join a really special community called the fullness show community. It's a free, positive and life-giving group of women just like you who are taking brave steps out of their overwhelm and into their fullness of overflow. And I want to see you in there. You are not alone, girl. Let us show you. To join the group, go to facebook.abbyhaggard.com. I can't wait to meet you in there. Thanks again for listening to The Fullness Show.